0: It's time to talk Buffs with CU voice Mark Johnson on the Jim Davis Show on the team. And with us right now, the voice of the cover Buffalo is Mark Johnson. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Jim,
1: good morning. Always good to be on with
0: you. Always great to talk with you. And things feel a little better in uh, Buffs Nation right now after that, uh, that huge win, the double overtime win over USC Five games left in the regular season, Mark, and uh, a chance, as my late papi would say, to m- to make some hay while the sun is out for the Colorado Buffalo's building some momentum heading into the Pac twelve tournament with those five games left with Utah of course coming up on Saturday.
1: Yeah, you're right. That that one on Saturday was a must have. <clears throat> and uh you know, they, they, they got it by the skin of their teeth, but played very hard, and now you've got three straight at home coming up. Utah on Saturday night and then You've got the Bay Area schools after that for uh, wrapping things up with two on the road against the Oregon schools. So I have been saying, Jim, I think they need to run the table at home and at the very, very least get a split at the Oregon schools. Uh, certainly a sweep would be fantastic. And then head to Las Vegas and, and have a good showing there to make the NCAA tournament. So we'll see. I mean, they're, they're playing good basketball right now. Uh, hopefully they can get rid of this inconsistency issue. That's what's killed them so far. Uh, they're a very good basketball team. Make no mistake about it. When, they, when they're playing at the top of their game, they, they play with anybody in America. Boy, that, that you know, turnover issues and then an inconsistency on the defensive end have been the, the bugaboos, if you
0: will, this season. It's been very, very disheartening. I think if there's been one player, though, that's been pretty consistent throughout the course of the season, I think we can agree KJ Simpson's probably been that guy.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, when I, I mean his, his numbers are spectacular. He's flirting with you know, 50, 45, 90, 50% from the field, 45% from three, uh, 90% from the foul line. Um, his assisted turnover numbers are fantastic. Uh, his defense has been consistent. He has been outstanding all season long. Now the other night, um, you know, he had the U- UCLA found a way to kind of uh, contain him. He had a uh, single digit game the other night against them, but but still grabbed was it eight or nine rebounds, like six or seven assists, and so he's finding always ways to make an impact. But yeah, he has been outstanding this season. You know, it's interesting at bus prime time on Monday night, our show with Tad Boyle. Uh, we got talking about KJ, and he said, "You know, early in his career, I think KJ used to get upset because I would throw McKinley right in his face all the time. You know, and and he said I had to catch myself after a while. Well, he said we've got to the point where now I, I forget about McKinley because." because K.J.'s become such an outstanding player. and I've got an interview coming up with him next week, and I was going to, you know, and there was, by the way, there was a couple of times when I was interviewing K.J., and I'd bring up McKinley, and I could see that kind of sucking on 11 look on his face, like I can't believe someone's doing it again. Uh, I was going to remind him, or, or at least uh, uh, advise him coming up here like when we do this interview this upcoming week, that, you know, now moving forward, people are going to be reminded of K.J. Simpson young guards are because of the way he played and so that's just a great it's a great story of evolution of maturation by a young player but he's been phenomenal
0: mark johnson voice cover of buffalo is joining us on the program this morning so utah coming up on saturday mark uh, just some of your thoughts from uh, from the last time the buffs faced uh, the utes and what has to happen differently uh, this time against utah
1: well they got a score i mean you know the last time they played utah i mean the, the offense was horrible and, and yet still uh, Forced that game to be extremely competitive down the stretch. <clears throat> when I talk about the inconsistencies of, of the Buffaloes, that's one of the games I think about right there because they they weren't scoring, and, and that's going to happen on occasion in, in basketball. But then what do you have to do? Y- you've got to defend and rebound, and, and the Buffs didn't do that consistently in that ball game. And so, um, <clears throat> you know, I can go back with the the losses that Colorado has had this season. You know, say for the the, the couple of Arizona losses, that's a bad matchup for the Buffaloes. They have not. Uh, presented themselves well against the Wildcats. Every other game that they've lost the season, you go back and say, you know, you can pick out the reasons pretty, pretty quickly. I mean, you, you haven't been consistent on the defensive end. You haven't taken care of the basketball. You've had way too many, given up way too many points off turnovers, those kind of things. And, and yet in those games, they've still been competitive. I mean, look at that game on Saturday at, at USC. They woke up in the second half and finally, finally played complete basketball. Uh, they had nine turnovers in the first half, and uh, the points up turnovers were off the charts. And, you know, Tan said he looked at the guys in the halftime and said, I'm not even sure why we're down six. We should be down 26 right now. And, and so it just it, it's, it's the frustrating yet, uh, I think, provocative part of this team is they, they play inconsistently, but yet they're good enough, even with those flaws, those major flaws out there at times, to, to play, you know, in competitive basketball. And so, you know, that's the part about this team that kind of drives you crazy is, you know, fellas, if you came out and really dialed in each and every night, I mean, we'd be talking about a, a team that's a, maybe a three- or four-loss team at this point in time, and, and would be subtly in the field. And so uh, those are the things they have to overcome, but uh, they've got a good opportunity on, on Saturday against Utah. Utah's a quality team, make no mistake about it. They've got their flaws as well. Uh, Buffs are at home, but it's a game that Colorado
0: has to have. He's the voice of Colorado Buffaloes. Mark Johnson joining us today on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. So I think the question bears asking here. You've you've called every Buffs game this year, Mark. Uh, why why the problem with the turnovers? What what do you feel like is the the root of uh, of that problem for for Tad Boyle and the Buffs?
1: You know, Jim, if I could answer that question, I would go to Tad and say, hey, maybe you want to take care of this issue right here. <laughs> um, and and here's the the crazy part about it is I, I would. Just this is totally subjective. Sure, but I, I'm going to say 50 percent of the time, their turnovers are careless turnovers, are unforced type turnovers. The other night uh, against uh, USC, for example, uh, the Buffs start a run and, and are picking up momentum. They they force a miss, they get a stop at the defensive end, rebound, outlet to KJ, and he throws a a, a high degree of difficulty pass up court to uh, I think it was Javon Hadley at the time, and it goes sailing out of bounds. You're like, well, well, why? You know, that that you didn't have to do that. Uh, you know, passing and catching. Remember the great, the uh, oh goodness, um, it was the, the yeah the great baseball movie was Bull Durham, wasn't it? About passing the ball and catching the ball, and and you know you get it's a simple game.
0: Yes, it's a simple game.
1: You 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 hit the ball, you catch the ball, right? That kind of thing, and 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 so it, that's kind of what you're dealing with, with this team, and and to me that comes down to. A, a mental issue. It's are you dialed in all the time? Are you are you extremely focused all the time? And and so I don't know if it's as simplistic as that. Well, that might be a simplistic explanation, but it's not a simplistic thing to, to overcome, right? Uh, is the mental aspect of things, and so that seems to be the issue with this team in large part. And you know, we had there was a I can think of a handful of plays <clears throat> in both the UCLA and USC games where. Guys would make a pass, it would go right through the hands of somebody out of bounds. And you're like, well, I mean, you're, you're high-level athletes here. I mean, I know you can catch the ball, so why? And, and those, those come down to mental things, I think, when, in athletes, as I've observed over the years. And, and I'm not sure exactly how you fix that. That seems to be kind of
0: an individual kind of thing. Mark Johnson, Voice of the Buffaloes, with us today. Colorado hosts Utah Saturday night at 7 o'clock at the CU Events Center. Flip it over, Mark, uh, to college football, where uh, the college football playoff committee—they've—it's uh, uh, been approved—the uh, change in the playoffs now a 12-team playoff to the five plus seven model. Uh, give me your thoughts on, and hopefully Colorado is going to be in that conversation. We'll keep our fingers crossed for that. But uh, give me your thoughts about the, the change to the the five plus seven.
1: Well, you know what's interesting about that is is they uh, that was two days ago. They go to the five plus seven, and then yesterday they're talking about expanding to 14. And so I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, I thought, well, why didn't you just go to fourteen then? If we've had this thing that we've been looking at now for years, really, but but really substantially here in the last uh, you know year year and a half that we knew we were going to go to this. If you're already going to start, what's the point of just pausing here at, at five plus seven before? I, mean, I, I I don't understand college administrators at all. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand why we do things incrementally instead of, if you're going to make wholesale changes, just make the changes then, and let's go, and let's, let's, let's make it a, a, a high-quality system, and one that we've thought about, and we've looked at, thought about, oh, where are all the pitfalls in this thing, and just move forward, but so we, we get the big announcement two days ago, this is where we're going, and then literally 24 hours later, they're talking about changing the format again? Help me, help me understand that. I, I just don't get that. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, I'm always amazed at life. The people who are in a high paying you can talk government, you can talk college administration, you can talk all kinds of things. people in high paying positions do the most illogical things, and those of us who are the unwashed out here, the masses sit there and think well that, that's there's no common sense to that whatsoever why Why would you do that and and so i am perplexed by the whole thing now now in regards to the the, the current format, great you know i I don't know. I, mean, I I just don't know anymore, Jim. I, I just watched this stuff. I mean, listen, it didn't take a genius back in 2004 when I became the voice of the bus back then. And and the Jeremy Bloom thing was going on. And it was total chaos. And I thought to myself, well, you better address this, man, because this is just the tip of the iceberg. And then nobody does anything for 15 years, and it becomes a total mess that we've got right now. So all those... those highly educated, highly paid, uh, extremely important people in college athletics that sat and watched this for a decade and a half and did nothing about it, and now we've got this mess. And now this same group of people went and did this deal here the last 48 hours, and they're like, well, okay, here we go again, right?
0: So it, I, it just, I don't know yeah. what to think about it. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, those people in high places, they need more friends in low places.
1: <laughs> no, you, that, that's what they know, need. They need uh, less they need
0: <laughs> some of the, the, the the common folk, you know, about these kind of things.
1: The great philosopher Garth Brooks, I think, once said that.
0: I believe he did say that once upon a time. <laughs> and uh, sang rather badly by Travis Kelsey uh, the other day uh, as well, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, it was, yeah, that was not good. <laughs> that was uh, not, not good he at all. He apparently
1: has learned nothing from his girlfriend.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, is, uh, yeah. <laughs> he has not learned a thing from Tay-Tay about hitting the high notes. Uh, nothing yeah. about that at all.
1: But I, I don't mean to be flippant about it. Sure. It just, all this stuff confuses me. I mean, I, AMI, I'm not opposed to a playoff. It's going to uh, significantly affect the bowl system and what that has meant and what how that was kind of unique to college football. And so that's going to be damaged greatly by this. Uh, but I'm not uh, opposed to the, the playoff system. I just, you know, have your ducks in a row, for goodness sakes. I, I was at a meeting the other day, and it was something that had been talked about over and over and over and over again. And we get to this meeting, and, and still it wasn't, you know, it, we, we apparently weren't smart enough to... Uh, actually, uh, you know, get have this thing come to fruition. and 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 I stated that and which was very unpopular. When I said, really, after all this time, we wasted all this time yeah. and we still can't get this done. And uh, that that kind of stuff kind of kind of drives me crazy.
0: Well, Why not just do sixteen? Because that's what other right? other levels of the NCAA do. They have a sixteen team playoff. Well, well there
1: just, you go. Just, so, so they're talking about extending to fourteen. I'm thinking, well, one double A and division two have always done sixteen. Just so, go sixteen. Right, we pause at fourteen, then and then go to sixteen. <laughs> so it's just the. Is is nobody looking down the road and saying, okay, what's the ultimate end to this and what would be the ultimate best circumstances for college athletics? Apparently, nobody at the 1A level can look out and say, you know, they've been doing this successfully at lower levels for a long time and have no issue with it, and so we're just going to kind of, you know, skip our way partially to that at different points, and then maybe someday we'll eventually get to that and match them uh, and, and, and have as, uh, you know, seamless a process as they've had for all these years. But apparently we can't learn anything from them. And that, that's the part about this that always gets me frustrated.
0: Well, Buckeye. Not, not to be the, hey, we're the smartest mm-hmm. guys in the room, guys. But have we not mentioned this for years? Why don't they just do it at yeah. FCS and, and, and other levels and NCAA football? Right. Just go 16 teams. We all know they're going there. So why yeah, do you Just get, do it now. Just get there. Just go ahead and make it happen. Just go ahead and do 16 and, and call it good.
1: Well, you know, because we, we, you know, I've always got this rule in life. No matter what you're talking about, always follow the money. Always. That will we'll always take you to the answer. And the answer has been what I just mentioned earlier. There's been a very successful bowl system, which has made big-time college football very unique for a long time. It gave a lot of schools always the carrot to, to chase in the season. Uh, you know, what they knew they couldn't get into this, the, the, uh, a tournament of 12 or 14 or 16, whatever. And, and so it, it gave a lot of teams hope to play in the postseason. Well, that's going to eventually go away. And so, what you've got here, on my guess, is is this fight going on monetarily? Because remember, the NCAA does not control postseason football. That's a totally different entity. And so, that I'm sure is what's going on. Oh, sure, the fight is
0: going on. Yeah, absolutely. They, I mean, the the answers there in front of them. But like you said, the NCAA they don't control this this yeah. aspect, and so CFP they 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 have no desire to follow what the NCAA does. No, yeah. No, it,
1: it, they want to continue to line their pockets, you know. You know, if they think of it this way, we here we talk about the mess we've created in college football right now and athletics overall, but really football's what really drove this with the the NIL thing and and you know people would say, well, coaches have been doing these kind of things, they've been getting money, they've been uh, jumping from ship to ship, no matter what, and, and we we just continue to kill ourselves by doing this. So. Uh, here we go with college athletics, with, with what's going on with, with NIL, where all these issues we've been talking about. And then Jed Fish here the last few weeks takes the job from Arizona to Washington. Before the ink's had a contract, he was already interviewing with UCLA. I mean, so we, we, we just we speak out of one side of our mouth, these coaches do about what we need to do to make this better, and then on the other side, it's it's kind of that old line, what's the uh, laws for, for thee and not for me. Yes. And, and, and so the guy, and you're like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, you're just setting the table for all that's happened already and just enforcing why all of this stuff has happened. And, and so it, it's, it's hard to, uh, to be on, on, on a college football fan and cheer on any side of this
0: thing right now. Oh, no doubt. Hey, Mark, always appreciate the time, always appreciate the insight as well, my friend, and have a great call coming up on Saturday. All right, Jim, thank you. All right, Mark Johnson, Voice of the Buffaloes. Be nice Mark, if Mark he was getting fired a up there, and I understand. About yeah, I, I wish Mark wasn't so reserved. so calm and reserved, and checked out. You know, Well, uh, whatever they do is fine yeah, with me. You know, whatever. He's at least he could have a yeah. little bit, little bit more.